Good morning and welcome once again to another edition of the show right here on WNHH 103.5 FMLP. I have the good fortune of being its host. My name is Michelle Turner. And as you know, every Thursday we try to educate you. We try to make you laugh. We also try to bring you information. So today we're doing the education and bringing you information piece. All right. So my friends in D.C. and in the U.K. and out West, this is a little different. But if you have something like this in your area, then participate. If you don't have something like this in your area, petition for it. As you know, most of you in New Haven know that we have wonderful walking trails. And we usually are very active with our trails. We hike, we ride bikes, we walk. And we take advantage of this. And I don't know why we're not rated one of the most healthiest cities in the United States. But we do our part. So in the studio with me today from the Get Healthy Walk and Talk program, Andy Orofesi, he is the program coordinator and community and government relations for Yale New Haven Health. And Gina Smith is with community or her title, I should say, is community health improvement coordinator. And again, they're both with Yale New Haven Health. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for inviting us. It's going to be fun. Going to have a good time. You you did shout outs to the UK and the Midwest. I had no idea that the listenership. Well, was... we stream. So you can pick us up anywhere. And um, there's a couple of people from New Haven who live in the UK. I also always shout out my cousins who are in the Midwest. I have one faithful listener in D.C. That's great. <laughs> and, you know, every now and then my my college buddies from the Agricultural and Technical State University of North Carolina, better known as North Carolina A&T, are listening. So I'm shout out everybody before and after. So Gina and I are officially world famous. You are. are we yes. Will we will be. You will be. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when the show runs again at six o'clock. Perfect. All right. So. Get healthy, walk and talk. How'd that come to be? Well, there's two pieces to that. And, and Gina, if you want to steamroll, just let me know. But um, <laughs> there's there's Get Healthy CT, which actually Gina runs. Okay. And I think it's important. Actually, you should probably talk about that first. I know. I'll talk about that first. So long story short. So part of the hospital's requirement in their communities is to do a community health needs assessment every three years. Mm-hmm. And of that was born this Get Healthy CT, which um, acknowledged that obesity is an issue. Um, as we know, it's, it's, it's a growing issue. And so a way to sort of implement programs and bring partners together was around forming this Get Healthy CT partnership, which is lots of different organizations mm-hmm. that come together. I just happen to work for the hospital, and I help sort of manage it so from behind many, the scenes. How many organizations do you think? So we are in the greater New Haven and greater Bridgeport region. So I would say several hundred okay. partnerships okay. Um, in both regions. Uh, we started in Bridgeport, in greater Bridgeport, and then moved it to greater New Haven. And so from that, one of the ideas is, you know, all of us are coming together with no money. How do we do things without any money, Mm -hmm. but pool our resources together? And we had a pediatrician just come up at a meeting and say, walking is free. I'm a provider. 
um, I can come out and volunteer my time. My colleagues probably will too. And let's just get out and walk with people. And so we started in, in Bridgeport just to try it out and see if it would work. And it was really successful. And because of my um, work also in Greater New Haven, sort of brought the idea there as well. And that's where Andy and I partnered up for the first time, which makes a lot of sense because we both do a lot of community work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we brought it here to see how it would work here. And that's where it all began. And, and, and thankfully, um, there's the primary care residency program through the Yale School of Medicine and Yale New Haven Hospitals, the teaching hospital for okay. YSM. Mm-hmm. Um, the primary care teaching staff are huge believers in getting out, getting out of the hospital, going to the community. They have their students, uh, excuse me, the, the residents do um, house calls, uh, do do community-based events. And so the primary care program, um, the, Ben's still the chief resident? I should know this. Well, there's Dr. Ben Howell, who at least last year was the, the chief resident for um, community health and primary care medicine. Mm-hmm. He um, went up to uh, Gina and her colleague, our colleague Augusta, and said, "Is, is there ways our our residents can be, can be more involved in between? Because you need the doctors to have these right. walks with doctors. Um, he's been um, really a driver of getting the uh, the, the providers out uh, to, to do the walks as well. So it's been a great partnership across those lines. So how are you getting?" people involved how do you how do you bring people from basically all walks of life into this program i mean what's your outreach like that's been the challenge so it's we uh gina mentioned no budget um so we've worked closely with our social media team within the the health system who are Mm -hmm. are pretty good uh not pretty good they're really good sorry guys um (laughs) and and they've um they've really pushed um the walks and the dates through social media, the Facebook site, I think biweekly tweets about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't follow Twitter, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gina and I have our, our uh, networks of people and we get out there. I've really worked um, hard with the Greater New Haven Clergy Association. Pastor James Newman, who's currently the president, has been really good about trying to help get the word out. Um, uh, Pastor Donald Morris, who's really a boots on the gr- ground guy through New Hallville and has been for many years, mm-hmm. he's been really active with us. Um, and then we've got a number of other partners. And I mentioned those hundreds of partners that we have mm-hmm. in both regions. You know, obviously sending it out to those people who then have clients and patients and people that they work with, sending it out that way as well. Um, I think we're definitely still newer mm-hmm. with this, you know, this idea is new. It just started a year ago that this whole first walk. Oh, so, okay. And that was in Bridgeport. So we didn't start in New Haven till the fall. So we're not even at a year yet here. So I think we're just still trying to um, get the word out, explain what it is that we're doing and that, and explain, you know, it's a, it's easy. It's free. Just come out and walk. You don't even have to talk if you don't want to talk about health. <laughs> right. Um, just come out and walk. And um, we found that, um, like the stories that we're getting from the people that do come are amazing. The fact that, you know, they continue to walk even when we're not there. That's really the whole point. We hope that they continue to walk and this motivates them to walk um, and that they feel more comfortable with a healthcare provider. That's why. So we do an evaluation at the end because we want that too. We want people just to see their healthcare providers in regular clothes on the weekend going out for a walk and not in, you know, a lab coat or scrubs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just feeling more comfortable talking to them, just a one-on-one conversation. So that's kind of come from it too. But really the stories we're getting from people are amazing. And I think we need to share those a little bit more so we can get more people, encourage them to come out and walk. And Andy, you can witness that because what happened to us last week when we were out, do you remember a week before? Yeah. So, so actually I'll, I'll build into that if you don't mind. 
Gina had mentioned that we started this last year. We did a month worth of walks. September of last year, we did a month worth of walks uh, in the West River neighborhood. The primary care residents, um, they do a lot of outreach work specifically in West River. So we would meet up at the corner, at Edgewood Park, at the corner of uh, Chapel and, and El Agrasso Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did that for a month. We had okay turnout. And then we wanted to do a month in New Hallville as well along the rail trail. Um, the, the thinking there is that we've got a lot of population density along this corridor. So we hopefully can can reach more people that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what brought us across town to where we are. So we did that in October. And um, we had these two walkers. Um, I, I don't know if it's okay to say people's names on the radio, so I'll leave them alone. But you know who you are, ladies. Um, <laughs> they, they came out for this first walk. Um, they had heard about it through their wellness program that uh, Yale New Haven does the wellness program for all the city employees. And they came out and then they came the next week and then they came the next week and we got to the end of October and they're like, we're not done. And we emailed a little bit over the winter. Oh, we're mm-hmm. still walking Andy. Oh, we're up to six miles. Like, Holy cow, what are you doing? So uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, Michelle came out to walk with us. Thank you very much again for meeting me. And it was just Michelle and I, it was a yes. bleak day. It was chilly. It looked like it was going to downpour any minute. And uh, I know, and it, what a trooper you are. We had a great conversation, and we're on our way walking back from Hamden because we went really far. And who comes up? My two ladies who were with us all last, you know, the, the all the month of October, right? Like it was that many. But they kept walking. We stopped. We chatted. Other than the really snowy days, they kept at it. They were up to eight miles on on good yeah. days, and just really out there um, and doing it. And and gosh, it was just. It, made my heart so happy um and i got to brag about that and i had been bragging about that all week so what a what a great thing oh and then so then they came out they don't like getting up as early as we do but last this past weekend they came out um oh they did they got up early just just because i begged them and so they came with us and a couple more folks and yeah so it's good we're we're having some impact good so what is the purpose i i heard gina say that part of it is to get folks to be really comfortable with their healthcare providers as far as conversation. What's wrong with me? Or what am I doing right? Or what I should keep doing or not keep doing? You know, and having that casual conversation. So is this something to not only promote health, but better relationships with your provider? Is that the way you can look at it? I think initially it was really just about physical activity, getting people up and moving. Um, but then I think it turned into more being more comfortable with the healthcare provider. I think that really, it kind of just happened. I mean, mm-hmm. you're on, it's a weekend morning. Everybody's dressed the same way. We're just walking. And sometimes it's hard to know who's the provider in the group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we try to do introductions at the beginning because you can't tell. And that, I think that's what is the neat thing about it and what's sort of grown from from this work. It, it's definitely a two-pronged thing. Um, obviously, on the one hand, being active keeps you upright period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to be able to engage people who aren't necessarily as active as they could be or have mm-hmm. lower health outcomes. Why are we, why did we look at West river first and then uh, new Hallville? Um, if your listeners aren't familiar with care communities, Oh, God. Uh, community, <laughs> oh gosh, why is my brain doing community this? Alliance research, research and engagement. engagement. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. Um, uh, uh, which was started by Jeanette, Dr. Jeanette Ekovics out of the Yale School of Public Health. They're now all located out of uh, Southern Connecticut State University's um, campus. CARE has done these uh, surveys, which you, you may have heard about every three years uh, throughout the city. They do them in the six um, lowest, uh, lowest economic resource neighborhoods. 
New Hall being New Hallville being one of them, uh, Dwight West River is another. Um, and they do these really in-depth health and wellness surveys with people on their doorsteps. They're very these are long surveys, mm-hmm. and people have um, year after year self um, self described that um, they're overweight, obese, uh, don't get outside, don't feel safe enough to get outside mm-hmm. to be active. I mean, this is the story of any city in America, um, any rural poor area of America. Um, and, and, and when you look at what are the preventable deaths, heart disease, uh, obesity, um, diabetes, like we're killing ourselves through inactivity. Mm-hmm. And I, I say ourselves, Americans in Americans general, in general yeah. um, we're the biggest country in the world when it comes to our weight. And, um, how can we, how can we as a hospital do something about that? It's not enough to wait for someone to come into our emergency room or a primary care center. That's, that's not the right approach. Um, and, and then so the other prong is, hi, you can come talk to a doctor for free. I mean, I guess the <laughs> price is you got to get on your feet and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you don't have to wait four to six months for an appointment. You can just come. And is this a one on, this is not a physical, they're not doing a screening. Right. Um, but there's definitely an opportunity for an interaction, um, and quite possibly in an intervention. Um, and, and it's something that we're able to do. Now, Andy and I, I didn't come last Saturday, but the Saturday before when it was just the two of us, we walked how many miles? You know, I, I meant to Google it when I got back, <laughs> probably four and a half or close to five. We were out for an hour and almost 40 minutes. Yeah, we were, we were really walking and talking. My wife was wondering if I'm the same. Um, <laughs> no, Ms. Arvazy, honest. Yeah. We were just walking and talking. But you walk and then you kind of forget how far you've gone. And right. I don't think anyone that I've been on, they've said, oh, time to go back. You kind of forget. You kind of forget. Yeah. And it's really quicker on the way back, it seems. Absolutely. You know, because yes. at least you know where it ends. Yeah. But you know, when you're, you're making that walk. So what's the goal? Is it to walk as far or is it to get people to a certain point and say, okay, this is your 30 minutes. This is your 60 minutes. This is what it feels like. This is how far you have to go. Is that the goal or is it really just, okay, get out and walk and whatever works for you in that hour, in that 30 minutes, that's what it is. Get out and walk and what works for you. When we've had bigger groups, um, you tend to see uh, like a couple faster people up front, mm-hmm. some middle paced people and then some slower paced people doesn't matter how fast you go mm-hmm. it's that you're up and moving is it uh, any you know the world health organization uh, the heart association any health professional will tell you you need to move 30 minutes a day for at least three times a week mm-hmm. that's going to keep your heart moving in a good way and it's going to keep you out of the doctor's office um apples are good too but <laughs> moving you know moving is going to do that because i think for most people when you start to talk about walking they say, okay, I can do that. But then it becomes, oh my goodness, how long do I have to do it? You know, and, and how many miles do I have to do it to be effective? You know, other than me having to walk in my house, my office, work, whatever, I don't walk. So, you know, now you're telling me I got to walk 30 minutes. Ah, what is that like? And I think, for somebody like me who's been walking now for quite some time, different places, you know, I've done the tracks and I usually do, you know, through the neighborhood or something like that. And I've done the canal 
not you guys, but last summer I did it through a different walking program. And um, it was effective for me, you know. So it it does depend on you just getting up and getting out and what you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people are intimidated because they don't know what to expect. I think about this kind of stuff often, partly because I'm a nerd, but also because <laughs> it, 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 I, I think about the things I take for granted, mm-hmm. right? So I live in Upper Westville, like in that little subdivided area between Fountain and Whaley, mm-hmm. and it is 0.7 miles from my door to the front door of Stop and Shop. So that's where I buy my groceries. Mm-hmm. I can throw my backpack on and go to the grocery store. I don't think that's an uncommon thing for to happen to someone who lives in New Haven. Mm-hmm. depends on the neighborhood you're in yeah. I think if you live in the hill you have to see sea town's pretty close someone might grab their bags or their push cart right. and go to see because it's a walkable and, city right you know same thing if you're the white west river you got the stop and shop there uh so i digress i don't when i put my backpack on and grab my little reusable shopping bags i don't look at it as like this is my exercise for the day right i'm walking to the grocery store because it's a nice day and it's not raining and it's not too cold Mm-hmm. And at the end of that trip, I'll have walked 1.4 miles plus the up and down in the aisles. That's mm-hmm. pushing two miles at that point. I didn't think I just walked two miles. What I did was go to the grocery store. Yeah. Versus when I put my jogging shoes on and I meet Michelle on the canal trail, like for a purposeful walk, mm-hmm. like, what is actually the difference? There, there really isn't. There really, the other one, I'm, wait, I'm weightlifting while I'm doing it. Right. At least for half the trip, right? <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. It's it's really easy for us to get exercise we take for granted that we don't need to call it that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think you're right because I think for so many people, when they hear that word, it triggers. You think you have to pack your bag, go to the gym. Right. Pay money. Right. Right. Lift weights. Think about the physical activity you get. You can get like in your yard or you can just walk into the grocery store. Um, it's not, physical activity I think sounds a little bit here um versus like exercise like that just yeah. sounds it's, it's intimidating it's scary it's hard work you don't and, want to and, do it. and you have to buy clothes for that yes you need special <laughs> clothes special shoes right and you need to spend money i my, my 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 friend and neighbor paul avid cyclist this guy goes on these major rides with mm-hmm. like cycle groups around new haven you got all the people flying by and their thousand dollar bikes with their spandex and their day glow shirts on and everything and here's paul in jeans and a wool sweater because that's how you keep warm when it's cold right right, right. He's, you know his beat up old sneakers and he's got his baseball hat on and and he's killing that he's killing the rides with these other people because he he's it's not exercise he's biking he just likes to be fast you, you can sweat in anything it doesn't really <laughs> matter i mean you don't have to look cute you know if right if you're gonna work out it's not about that right right yeah. It's really exercise. Yeah. Um, so are there specific doctors who walk on particular days or do you have various people out there or are they just cardiologists because this is really the heart? This is, you know, it's, it's really for the heart, the walking exercise, you know, uh, you don't have necessarily a muscle muscular skeleton type person out there, but you have more cardio who's out there. We have had a variety of providers out there. So as Andy mentioned, we work with the medical residents and um, they, you know, like Ben Howell, he put it out there to all the medical residents and had them sign up. And we had an overwhelming response, which is why we were able to do so many months back in the fall because we had so many people who wanted Mm -hmm. to volunteer. So we had like six, five, six providers every week wanting Mm -hmm. to come out there. Um, So I'd say now we have about 
two to three every week, um, all different specialties, pediatric, internal medicine. Yeah, this past this past weekend, we had internal medicine and psychiatry, mm. which is great. Everyone needs a shrink. <laughs> um, uh, the big, uh, the, so the biggest push has come from um, our primary care residents. Mm-hmm. I cannot say enough good things about how great these people are. Um, I mean, doctors in general, they're caring folks, right? Mm-hmm. Primary care residents have really been the backbone as far as the providers, the pediatric residents, um, the pediatric medicine residents, internal medicine. Um, they've, they've been our biggest turnouts. Um, we've had, last year, we had a few attendings uh, show. I mean, we had an OBGYN who just wanted to come because she lived near Edgewood Park. Mm-hmm. So she thought it'd be cool to come join us. Great. I love Which this is stuff. Cool, yeah. Um, I, and, and I'm really excited for June 10th. Uh, Dr. Keith Church- Churchwell, um, who's our chief of cardiology, is going to come for the walk. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be pushing everyone and their mom uh, to come to this walk because you got to hear this guy speak. We, he's the person we put on the TV when they want to interview a cardiologist. <laughs> he's so good. Um, so he is a true spokesperson. Um, and uh, for for heart health. Yes. A- and and you yes. could not have a better spokesperson for it. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of heart health, how does walking benefit someone? We should have brought a clinician. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, you, you know, getting up and moving, getting your blood flowing, keeping your weight down, your blood pressure, um, controlling diabetes or preventing diabetes. There's so many things that physical activity is related to, along with nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. I think physical activity, nutrition, and not smoking. Those are like the three things that you could do to help improve your health. Um, just getting up and moving. It doesn't have to be the exercise in a gym that you picture because you see it on TV, right. just getting up and moving right. for, you know, 30 minutes a day more if you want to lose weight or, you know, tone, but just 30 minutes, get up and move. And you don't have to do 30 minutes all at one time. You could break it up mm-hmm. um, over time, like at least 10 minutes at a time. You have to get your heart pumping up. and heart rate right. up to make mm-hmm. it be, you know, more successful. But I mean, so 30 minutes walking one way, turning around and going the back. I mean, that's a great physical activity that you can get at our walk. Um, and it does so, I mean, there's so many things that improves your mood. It helps you sleep better. Um, there's so many things connected to physical activity. Reduces stress and anxiety. There's the mental health side of it. Um, the physical aspect to mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and quite frankly, going back to it, more Americans, the, the when Americans die, they die of heart related illnesses. Like that's the number one, the absolute number one thing. Um, you know, you, how many people out there No, I mean, look at the old bits. It's sad when you see, oh, so, you know, that someone died in their 50s or early yeah, 60s. Yeah. That's generally because of a heart-related illness. Um, you know, outliers are uh, violence, car accidents. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, there's the truly traumatic things that um, make the news. Right. It's the everyday things that don't make the news. So how we ended up radio, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but th- these are our killers. And and we want to impact that. And so you're doing it through this program. Now, how often do you do the program? Because I heard you say October. And this is, is this particular program until June or? So um, I'm going to just jump in. I'm not trying to hog, I promise. But um, we, we set out and said, okay, as soon as it gets warmer, we want to do this again. Um, I, I I was, we were trying to use a little bit of uh, pseudoscience in doing three months worth of walks. And this goes back to when I used to sell advertising for 
a little newspaper called the Hartford Advocate. Um, <laughs> props to Paul Bass. And uh, uh, it, the the common thread was with weekly advertising, if you have a presence for 13 weeks or more, you will um, create a memorable impression. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's set out to do three months worth of walks. And then the big challenge was, can we get enough doctors um, and staff to, to, fill. Right, to fill it? And we were able to do that. Um, so our goal is that once we get into June, um, we're, we're starting to build a critical mass and then we're going to just push through until it gets cold again. Um, we haven't made those plans yet. Um, but no, but it's, it's in the top. I'm not looking it's, at, yeah. I look over Gina. I'm not saying that's a surprise or <laughs> we've, we've had this discussion with our docs. Um, the goal, the goal is there. Um, the support is there, but we don't want to just keep doing this thing. So it's us. It's Gina and I walking with some doctors right. on the canal trail. I can do that anytime right. if I want. Um, the, we really need to to drive traffic. Yeah, because that you know, again, that goes back to the question I asked earlier. You know, getting folks out. You know, using those partnerships to make sure that people are aware of the program uh, and that people are coming out. You know, when you introed this this conversation, you had mentioned you know how bikeable and walkable the city is, and you don't know why or you don't understand why New Haven isn't one of the fittest cities in America or the healthiest cities in America. Um, this goes back to the health needs assessment that Gina mentioned and I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Um, uh, people who live in New Haven uh, state and, and, and self-describe that they don't feel safe being out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canal Trail, as, as you know, and mm-hmm. as a lot of people know, has had its issues in the past. Right. I think it's definitely gotten better. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. So we wanted to utilize an asset that should be used more um, and, and show that as an example. We all know that when there's eyes on the street and there's people around, less bad things happen. Right. Um, so we can help with that too with these walks. Um, uh, and, and, and we're directly responding to, to, peop- to the needs that people have stated uh, mm-hmm. that, that they're looking to have addressed. Now, I know from... Where I am, because I now, I live in uh, the Dixwell, Newhallville area now, and I'm not that far. I'm like a block from the canal. So if I turn, if I turn left, if I am at Science Park and I turn left, then the canal goes all the way to Cheshire, Mm. if I choose. Now, if I turn right, I cut through Yale, but it ends. So are there any plans to extend that? Or is that going to be the real starting point? That's the $9 million question. Um, because as I read in New, New Haven Independent a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. they need, I think it's, it's 7 or $9 million really? to be able to tunnel. There's a parking garage in the way. Um, <laughs> and there's multiple private uh, sector owners. Owners, yeah. And then... Um, then there's an FBI building in the way. This is all the natural path. It's all true story stuff. So you've got some right of way issues, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they've they've got the money earmarked, uh, and they just need to so get might, the construction. It might get done in our lifetimes. It might get done. And and you know, as you go north, where well, I'm most interested in the New Haven section because it'll it should eventually go right to the water. And there's little bits of it it'll end up on the street yeah, at some there's point. there's some issues too with metro north and their take on where the vision trail goes ctdot metro yeah. north yeah there's yeah. like yeah those right-of-way issues yeah. and when you go north it, it doesn't end in cheshire 
um, there's a factory in the way. Um, so if you go 0.4 miles north, and I've, I've done this section, um, it picks back up again and it keeps going all through Cheshire. It goes kind of behind the, the two prisons um, off Jarvis Street up there. It keeps mm-hmm. going into Southington, terminates for about five miles. So there's an airport in the way in Plainville. Oh, picks, only an airport. Only an airport. <laughs> picks back up in Plainville and then goes all the way through up to um, almost Northampton, Massachusetts. Well, yeah, because really that's where the canal was. Yeah, it, exactly. It kind of, yeah. you know, it is that trail. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder only because when you start to talk about, you know, walking and walking through New Haven, you know, the one thing that I have learned in walking the Farmington Canal is, you know, the beauty of New Hallville. You don't think about it because you're in the car, you drive through or you walk on sidewalks. You don't ever see the other side, you know, which are people's homes and, you know, these big fabulous yards that you wouldn't think would be in these neighborhoods and, you know, the greenery. Mm-hmm. And I've seen bunnies on the trail. I'm like, we got bunnies in New Haven. <laughs> we got bunnies, you know. So it's 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 it really gives you a different perspective of the city from my own perspective. I've I've learned to appreciate New Haven a little bit more because that for me was really showing urban beauty, mm-hmm. you know, something that we kind of take for granted again, because, you know, OK, we're New Haven. Yeah, we're in Connecticut. We got trees. We got grass, blah, blah, blah. But. When you do this, and for me, when I am doing it, it, it's, it just opens up a whole new world to me. And it's really relaxing. It's peaceful. You know, I get a lot out of the walk, whether I'm doing it with a group of folks or whether I'm doing it myself. You know, it just really shows me a different side of the city. And that makes me more of a proponent for the city. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and how we live and how we do things. So being in New Haven, so I live in New Haven, as you know, and and Gina knows, and I'm on my feet a lot in New Haven. I I, I run, avid runner throughout the city. People always ask me why I don't wear headphones. Like you can't, you can't take it all in when you have headphones on. You're you're blocking out what's around you. And I'm I'm not knocking anyone who wants to have their tunes or their, their podcast, whatever whatever gets you through yeah. um, that that's fine. But right. It's a, there's amazing things to see when you just stop and look and look, we've yeah. got so many assets in this city. In the, like those, you see backyards when you're right. going on the canal trail. It's one of the cool right. things. Um, that's where people really live, you know, yep. if it's the, gardens, their garden, their grill, their dogs, uh, everything. Um, you've got some interesting, shall we say public art sometimes, <laughs> Um, but you know, and even seeing the gritty side of a city, it's, there's still the beauty inherent in that, you know, there's a reason why people want to maintain old structures and, right. you know, people want to live in old factory buildings that are rehabbed into fancy apartments. Cause there's that, that, that historicity yeah. uh, involved in it. Yeah. And I think too, like I said, for me, it gives me a different perspective, you know, cause I'm, I'm always in the car. I'm always driving somewhere, you know, and to walk. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm here. This is where I am. This is what it looks like from, you know, because I can peer out and sort of see Dixwell Avenue in Hamden. So it gives me a different perspective about what is there and, you know, think about things that I hadn't even imagined, you know? So it's, if for me, the walks are not only 
good physically, but it gives me a different sense of where I am in New Haven and in Hamden. There's, there's, um, we've met some really great people, I think, through through trying to pull these walks off. I mean, some some who have known. We keep running into Aaron Good uh, out mm-hmm. on the trail, and he he volunteers with the board for the Farmington Canal Trail Association, and he's always out there with his gloves and his vest on, picking up garbage along the trail. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an ad, ad, avid uh, cycling advocate, and you know, it's people like him who get folks out on the trail. Um, Carolyn Smith has actually been supporting us as well mm-hmm. and getting the word out around the walks and mm-hmm. she's with bike new Haven, you know, again, another cyclist group. It's a, getting out of our cars. And I, I, yeah, I think I, that's not, big. I think that's huge because so many of us, like I said, you know, I drive all the time. I'm always in my car, whether I want to be or not, that's kind of, you know, the, the edict, that's just the way it is. But when I walk that trail, it gives me a whole different perspective. I can't say that enough, mm-hmm. you know, as to neighborhoods, as to how things are constructed. And heck, when you get to that Hampton part, I discovered there's a whole new apartment complex going on or condos or something back Massive. over. Massive. Past yeah, Treble Street. Past, right. past Treble Street. Huge. Like, when did this happen? You can't even see it from the street, you know? So it really does give you a different different sense of things and you know i appreciate my urban neighborhoods because you know when when you say that word when you say urban there's always some type of not so nice connotation attached to it, it scares my mom so much <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> but it's 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 not that it's it's the density it's it's the diversity it's you know it's so many different things so i think when you start to talk about walking new haven it's not just the obvious places because it is a walkable city um and bridgeport is walkable Mm -hmm. for the most part um i have when my car is not operable or hasn't been over the past few months i have walked from the train station to the job and it wasn't a bad thing you know and my uncle's like oh my god that's two miles you walk two miles like well i did it at a pretty good pace and i wasn't sweaty so i'm fine (laughs) you know but bridgeport is walkable as well and i didn't even think about that until this happened to me and i said well you know what i don't want to spend nine dollars for a cab i got enough time but you know i got enough time to make it to the school and i did you know every morning i was on time and it was good for you and it was great for me yes you know, except for when it rained and I had to break down and take well, care. So, so people say, like, what do we do when it rains? Yes. We get out there with an umbrella. That was my next question. We, and yeah. nobody believed me. I think when I first said it, when we came to New Haven with the idea, I'm like, you just take an umbrella and you keep going. We've never had to cancel. I've seen one walk cancel because they said there was going to be a big nor'easter last weekend, which didn't, it didn't happen mm-hmm. until later. But you just get an umbrella and you could still walk. And we had a huge crowd. I think it was last fall. Yep on the canal trail and everybody had their umbrella and we just kept walking and it was pouring rain. People were talking to each other and nobody really noticed until it was time to turn around and go back. We were all soaked, but nobody, we gave everybody the option to leave. I remember Andy said, you know, we won't feel, you know, we won't feel bad. We won't think anything bad. Everybody stayed out of, and it worked. And so great way to guilt people, by the way. And you're like, so let me ask the question. I'm staying. And so what, let me ask the question then if it's pouring rain, What's the best shoe wear? And what's the best shoe wear anyway to walk in? 
you know, should we do sneakers? Should you add something to your little flat sneaker? What should you be out there walking in? Because that's really the only equipment that you need is a good pair of sneaks, right? I, I'm, 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 I'm going to weigh in on this first. And Gina, I don't know what your opinion is. And <laughs> I, again, we're not clinicians. So you right. know, what, what would our um, podiatrist tell you? I own more running shoes than my wife has shoes. I know that's sexist, <laughs> but like, and she has a lot of shoes. Um, uh, so I, and I spend a lot of money and I read science on these things. The best advice is wear the ones that you feel comfortable walking in. Mm. I've got a pair of like dressy brown leather shoes that have the most comfortable soles. I I, I do the walks in those sometimes or I really? throw my running kit. Yeah. I don't, I mean, if, if I'm going to wear a pair of shoes, they better be comfortable because I'm on right. my feet all the time. Right. I've got my little fancy wingtips on. I walked from the hospital to this office today about 20 minutes, including stopping for an iced coffee. It's about a mile, right? To, to downtown. Right. Yeah. And, and my feet feel fine. But, I, you know, I've got my shoes, my running shoes, whatever whatever you're comfortable. And some people need orthotics because they've got mm-hmm. bad arches or bad knees. You know, you should talk to a doctor about that. See what works for you. But it's... Talk to a doctor on the trail. Yeah. Uh, you can ask them. That's <laughs> absolutely great right. idea. I mean, it's definitely different. If you're just going to go for a walk versus if you're going to start running or you're going to do something, right. like, something like right. that, then you definitely probably need something more specific. But if you're just going to go for a walk, comfortable shoes, ask our doctors what they think, as long as you don't have any like known problems, but just be comfortable because mm-hmm. you don't want to get like halfway in and your feet start hurting right. and then you want to go home, right? Right. And you're not going to feel good and about you're being stop. there. You're going to stop. You're going to want to go back. Right. Um, my my, I, the biggest suggestion I would make to anybody is if you can find wool blend socks because mm. they dissipate the, the 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 sweat better and um, sweaty feet make make for blisters. Yes, and I, I have found that. So what do you do when it rains? I mean, should we come out there in our rain boots? Should we have on our sneakers because they're gonna get soaked? I was gonna say when it rains you get wet. Um, <laughs> I, I'm one of those people who go outside. It, I don't know. I don't really care. I'll go outside in the rain and I'll. I will buy sixteen dollar wool socks and and for when I exercise, uh-huh. um, and I swear those things are like my feet become my feet become blister proof. I say my because everybody's, That's your everybody's dogs are different, right? Yeah. Um, but some people prefer rain boots. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't own rain boots. I don't know. you. You what, don't what seem you do? like a rain boot type of guy, but I don't have rain boots either. I think that day that it was pouring, I just I wore my older sneakers. Uh, They're okay. so comfortable. I, I didn't want to wear the white one. You know, like I just wore the older ones. I, we got soaking wet, but that's okay. It dry. They dry, yeah. right? Right. Dry. It was right. uncomfortable having wet jeans more than wet feet. <laughs> wet jeans. I'm but I wasn't uncomfortable until we were done and it was on the way, I was on the way home. Yeah. Nobody noticed. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing. It's like we meet at nine, a little bit before, but we meet at nine. We walk from nine to 10. You're done. You're done by 10. You get to go on with your day. It is a Saturday, but yep. you're done early. And I always get home and I'm like energized for the day. Like my walking's been done. I, I feel like I exercise for the day. And mm-hmm. then you have more energy and you're done. You can go do whatever you wanted to that day. It doesn't take up a lot of time. I think that's another benefit. It's so cool to start your day. You know, but when we're done with the walk, Saturday's haircut day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, by the time I get to the barbershop, I've already got a couple miles down. I had some interesting conversations, possibly with a couple strangers. Um, I've done more than probably the average person who has also showed up at the barbershop that day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of a good feeling, <clears throat> but kind of closing on the, the, the rain thing. When we were all kids, we all played in puddles and, you know, we're with our friends and we're jumping around, we're getting wet and you didn't care that day when we were out there, I think there were 10 of us, mm-hmm. people who lived in the neighborhood, doctors, Gina and I, 
umbrellas over her head, all having good conversations, yakking away. We were just having fun. So you didn't, you don't notice getting wet. And I think mm-hmm. it's like that. Your adults can have that kind of sense of play. I hate to be so like Pollyanna about it, but I mean, really it's true. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't hate to, to, to be that way. The, it, it's okay to get back to the, our youthfulness mm-hmm. and just enjoy mm-hmm. being outside for the and sake of And if I were outside. home that day, I would have never gone for a walk by myself in the rain. Like, yeah. No. yeah. But being with people like that motivation, that's another key to this, like being with other people. And I, we've, seen people who have met each other who didn't previously know each other and decide mm. to start walking together mm-hmm. so form their that, own yeah having a, a buddy that, that's yeah because really that's important, important. too mm-hmm. that's important too because sometimes when you don't feel like it the other person may and you enjoy their company you. enough mm-hmm. you know that you say okay well i'll go ahead and walk with them and try to get some exercise in so what is your mantra or what is it that you want the public to know about this program what would you want the communities that you're trying to reach to know i think if they just came out and gave it a try everybody that has come has said we'd, we would come back mm-hmm. um we've enjoyed it just you know try it out it we we always say it's open to all ages and physical activity levels it really is it's easy it's not anything to be scared about and just give it a try one time and see if you like it. And I, I think that they will. It, everybody seems to have enjoyed themselves. It's there. It's free. We'd love That's to have it. That's the operative word. Right? Free is important. Uh, we'd love to have it. We may or may not be able to bribe you with a reusable grocery <laughs> bag if you come join us. Um, it, it, we would love to have everyone joining us every Saturday. Everybody in the, um, in the, in the city from anywhere. Um, we want people to walk regardless. We want people to get outside regardless. Because we don't want you to have to come to our emergency room when mm-hmm. that, that chest pain is kicking in and that, mm-hmm. that arm is going a little numb. Um, but if you want to learn more about that stuff, we've got some doctors with us who can who can fill you in. Can I make a shameless plug? I sure. Um, we're, we're, um, we're during the month of June when um, Arts and Ideas kicks in, uh, our walks are are going to be included in, oh, in the, cool. the curate, you know, they've got the bike rides yeah. and they do some curated walks that, uh, the, the walks for the two weekends of, um, the international festival of arts and ideas are going to be included in that. So please definitely join us for that time. All right. Yeah. And, and how often are you doing it with them still just Saturday? It's, it's the same. It's, it's, it's the, the same, same walk. Um, arts just and ideas. Just a different promotion. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're listed in their calendar. Um, we had met with them early on. Mm-hmm. They were talking to us. You know, they actually, they asked if the hospital would be interested in curating some walks. I'm like, we already are. We've got docs out there, their health walks. And they were so ecstatic. And, mm-hmm. and it was like total freebie alley-oop <laughs> that it's being included, which I'm excited about. Very nice of them. Right. So this coming Saturday... Where do you meet and what time? We are meeting this Saturday and every Saturday at 9 a.m. Uh, we meet at the New Freedom Missionary Baptist Church parking lot at 280 Star Street, right at the corner of Star and Shelton Avenue. Um, very special thanks to Pastor James Newman for allowing us to park in his parking lot. He doesn't need to do that, and he does. Um, from there, we walk north. We spend about an hour. Um, it's a Great fun time, and you get to meet some nice people. And they stretch before they walk. <laughs> we do a little stretching. We do a little chit chat. Well, then we do a lot of chit chat. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
because you can ask all kinds of questions. I got to ask about three or four questions the last time. So that was good for me because then I had, I didn't have questions anymore. And I had, I was armed with information and, you know, based on what I was told, I could do a little research. So it was good for me mm-hmm. in that respect. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm not doing anything this Saturday. I probably will show up. You've we been very good about joining us, Michelle. We appreciate oh, that. Oh, thank you. It's been it's been good for me because yeah. my weeks have been crazy. You know, like I said, I had started out being a real walker and I would walk every morning mm-hmm. at Alberta's and then it got cold. And once it warmed up, I still didn't have the time to put it in my schedule. And I said, you know what? Instead of me lying here until nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday, let me get up and do something. Let me be... Functional. Isn't it amazing that principle of a body that's in motion stays that way, yes. a body at rest? I, I, it's so easy to atrophy and fall back into those bad habits. Your body naturally wants to sit still. If it right. Doesn't have to move. Right. Um, but you can die quicker if you. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's a, that's the principle. It's a faster right? way to die. <laughs> um, and I. It, Let's be honest. We need to have those real conversations. We do. We do. And it's Uh, great that you all are uh, inserting physicians into this and that people have the opportunity to really find out real information, not just from the Internet or what you hear from a friend or a neighbor or a colleague. One of the one of the. So this Saturday, actually, um, Dr. Ben Howell, who we mentioned before, is going to be leading the walk from the provider side. He is great as is all all his colleagues mm-hmm. one of the i i love to say about these these primary care docs they're doing their residency at yale university one of the greatest institutions in the world these are people who could go and do um you know rhinoplasties and make millions of dollars these are the folks who actually are doing this to to work at a primary care mm-hmm. center for their career they don't make as much um at, at all their earning potential is so much lower and but this is what they want to do and, and they're just so thankful to have them in joining us. Well, I thank you for joining us and giving us some real information. I am appreciative. And like I said, I don't think I have anything to do this Saturday morning. So I probably will be out there with a couple of folks. So I'm looking forward to it. And I enjoy it. And we look forward to having you and your listeners join us. Thank you. It, it should be a lot of fun. And I just want to let folks know that, okay, yeah, I did the walk and that's how, you know, I connected with Andy to get him here. But I really believe that this is something that is beneficial to our community. Shameless plug for you guys. But but I really think it's good information and I think it's something that should be on people's need to know list. So that's why I had you guys in because it's very important. I am an advocate of walking. I think it's one of the best things you could do for yourself. So from Get Healthy, Walk and Talk, I had in the studio this morning, Andy Orofesi. He's the program and community relations coordinator. Did I get it right? Let me try it again. I am always bad with titles, right, Harry? I never get it right. Program coordinator, community and government relations, and Gina Smith, community health improvement coordinator for Yale New Haven Health. I did it that time, Harry. And you've been listening to the show right here on WNHH 103.5 FMLP. I'm Michelle Turner. 
Join me again next Thursday. You never know who's going to be on the show. Andy, is there anything else you want to add? Michelle, I would be remiss, remiss in my responsibility if I did not shout out to my coworker, Keisha Smalls, hey. who really has been the background and uh, the, the backbone in helping me get things done and uh, keeping things sane in the office and organizing this for us. Hey, Keisha.